When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. These are the Keishi Tapes. You, Man, and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Welcome to the Keishi Tapes podcast. I am Favaz. You, Man, is off today. This is episode 131, a redo of Zach Wild. Yes, that very famous interview where he threatened to kill me. The interview took place in the early 2000s. This Keishi Tapes podcast aired in November of 2018. It was one of the first ones we did. And we're doing it again by popular demand. So here it is. Hi, everybody. It's time again for another Casey Tapes interview. I'm John Hewlett. Follow me on Twitter at STLUman. Favaz here, and you can follow me at Casey Guy. And happy Thanksgiving. Happy kind Thanksgiving. Of, well, it's a day after. It's a day after. Yeah, so um, Today is an interesting day. This is an interview that Favaz did with someone who threatened to kill him. At the- he did. <laughs> I know you at think it's funny. At the end of the interview. <laughs> I've made fun of you on the radio about this for a long time. I don't know if I was hurting your feelings or not, but no, it no, okay, no, no. I mean, it's a uh, it's the Zach Wild interview, and uh, <laughs> it's uh it's a it's an interview where he did threaten to kill me. Now, where was this? Okay, John just can't stop laughing. <laughs> he threatened uh, to kill you. on his tour bus. That's oh, why he that's why he threatened to kill me because he was in his environment. No, okay. he was in control. Yeah. You don't think it would have happened anywhere else? Like in the, I don't know. Well. Yeah. But but I want to say before, okay, he came on my show, I think the first time, six years prior to that, w- before he changed, because he, he just, he's a mountain man now. Is, and before, he was always wiry and very strong, but... So he gained a lot of weight, or you mean he, he put just, on a lot of weight? Uh, fat weight, not workout weight. It, it, it's not debatable muscle. what it is. Oh, it, I mean, he drank a lot. Um, you know, there was a uh, alleged rumor of steroids that uh, Zach would use. I, I, I don't know. But the first night he came on, I, I was still doing 7 Midnight. And um, the reason that he would come into town is because his website was being done by guys here in town. And I can't remember Randy's last name, but Randy was a lawyer and uh, he was like the lead guy. And he hooked me up with Zach. And I, I went to a, actually before he came on my show, I went to a party in North County with him once. It was kind of crazy. So we arranged for him to come on my show in 1997. For people who don't know who Zach Wilde is, yeah, tell, he, tell them that. He, he's a guitarist for Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, he has his own uh, Black Label Society group, and yes. uh, he's he's been around a long time. He's, Ozzy he's discovered a fantastic him. guitarist. He he's a great guitar yeah, player. He's yeah. from New Jersey, and so he came on my show, and he was funny, and I loved it, and we made a connection, and we went to Mississippi Nights that night, and he played with the Stubblefield Band from Alton. We then went over on the East Side. We went to Diamond Cabaret, which I think I allude to on this uh, interview. We then went to Pops, and he jumped on stage and i think the band was just mister you remember that local band they, mr mister no oh just just mister, just mister. Oh, okay and he played with that band and it was just a great night and he came and this, in this was not the same night for this no, interview this no, was this well was in advance prior, well in yeah. advance and he came into town a couple times after that and we would go to the strip clubs and we just had a really good time you guys were good friends we, we had yeah we had a relationship where i thought i could <laughs> <laughs> i thought i could joke with him and i could have but this time around, when I walked on the bus, 
things were totally different. So you knew right away. You felt I knew that right you, away. I felt that things were different, and you'll be able. And to this tell. is not twenty twenty hindsight. You saying that? No, 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 no. It just it was it was uncomfortable from the start. And so I'm sitting next to Zach. Zach is on my left, and across from me uh, on the bus is this other long bench, if you will. And there are like three or four other guys, uh, including Randy, the guy that I know, and one of his friends. And then I think Zach had a friend or two. So there were witnesses. So there were witnesses <laughs> here. And you can hear them laughing after oh, I asked uh-huh. my question yeah. that, that that put them over the edge. Yeah. Um, so that's who was on the bus. And it was before OzFest. And it was the bus was parked in back of the uh, uh, Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. And, um, you know, I walked on the bus and, and I could just tell it was, just, it yeah. was going to be different. And how long ago was this? This was 2003, so at least. So I'm thinking it was 15 years ago. Okay. And uh, it was, um, you know, we didn't have Facebook and all that back then, but the internet blew up the next day because people were accusing me of trying to be like Howard Stern and, oh, you're trying to stir yeah. up stuff. I really wasn't. Right. I was just interviewing a, a dude that I knew, yeah. and I was just you yeah, know, just having fun with, with him. him. Yeah, 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 that's all it was. And he he didn't take it that way. All right, well. And you'll see why in just a second. Oh, here we go. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Favaz. We are backstage. Actually, not backstage. We are on a nice tour bus here. Zach Wilde's tour bus. I don't know if you can hear him playing in the background. Zach, the king of the world. How are you? Uh, ain't the king of the world, son. <laughs> on guitar, you are, dude. Right there. Is he, was, was he acting funny right yeah, there? Yeah, right there. That, he, had sounds... a, he had a guitar in his hands. And he was just noodling. And even right there with that question, uh, and I, could, I, I, as I listen to it, I think I sound nervous. Not like uh, McCartney nervous, yeah. but to me it just, you know, it started off just like that. I mean, Yeah, because his, his answer right there seemed right, seemed uh, jerkish to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm glad you agree. Yeah, okay. <laughs> of all the guitar players in the world? I think you're I'm top one. three. I'm one of them. <laughs> So uh, welcome back to St. Louis, and uh, Black Label Society opened uh, the main stage today, and how's uh, BLS doing? Good, man. We're just beating some ass and taking care of Black Label business and taking no prisoners, man. You know, drinking booze, getting tanked, and just kicking a living piss out of everybody. That's about it. This does not like <laughs> sound like somebody you want to piss off right now. Drinking booze, getting tanked, you know. <laughs> what, what, what do you say? Yeah, yeah. I'm nervous for you right now, and I know you're okay, and you're standing right in it front of me, really, and you're still I have, alive. I have to tell you, this this interview was really hard to listen to in the years after because I think of the times that I had with him, you yeah. know, the really good times, and then he then he flipped on me, yeah. and it was really, really difficult. Well, don't tell us you know. what your relationship is like with him now. Let's save that I for won't. the end because I want to ask you that. Okay. Now, you guys are going, after uh, OzFest is over, you guys are going out on your own uh, little two-week jaunt, aren't you, again? Yeah, it's just a short run, so, you know, I'm not even sure where it starts and where it ends. I mean, you know, I don't even know. I mean, maybe Tim knows where the hell the goddamn thing starts, but, I mean, Chicago? Right, thanks, Randy. Randy will take care of me on that one. Yeah, so it's it's, uh, it's in Chi-Town, I guess, we start. You know. So I guess it's good. You know, the Chicago chapter's always strong, and, you know, and they got damn good stakes out there, so we'll be, we'll be ready to roll. I guess the last time I saw you, we were at Diamond Cabaret, and we were asked to leave because you guys had your leather on that night. You remember that? Oh, yeah, we had the colors on? Yeah, you had the colors on. Yeah. People, people tend to get frightened when they see that stuff. So. so anyway, it's great to have you back. Okay. So uh, not only did they ask us to leave Diamond Cabaret because they had their leather vests on with their, 
I don't know if it, said, if it had the motor. I think it had BLS on it, you know, Black Label Society. I don't even think it was a motorcycle gang. But, the, but mm-hmm. you know, they were asked to leave because you can't wear those in. And mm-hmm. I remember that very first night, years before this, he had a chain wallet similar to like what mine is, except the chain was like a junkyard dog chain. It was <laughs> huge. And they asked him to leave it at the front gate or front door yeah. of the Diamond Cabaret because they wouldn't let him in with that. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just kind of funny. Mm. So okay, back with uh, Ozzy, everybody's looking forward to that. And how's uh, this OzFest been going with everything that's happened with Sharon and everything? It's still a cool vibe out there and everything? It's been slamming, but I mean, you know, I mean, bottom line is, I mean, Sharon's sick, so that, that sucks. And, you know, it's just like... Uh, the fact she got cancer, I mean, you know, anybody in your family that gets cancer, I mean, it, it's not cool, you know what I mean? So, you know, we don't know how she's going to do, and, you know, I mean, obviously, I mean, put it this way, if anybody can beat the living piss out of cancer, it's Sharon, you know what I mean? So it's just like, uh, yeah. Now you remember, lady. Sharon Osborne got cancer. Yeah, and breast I think, cancer. I think, yeah. And uh, it was, uh, you know, this was OzFest, as I alluded to, BLS Open. So, the, you know, she stayed on somehow, you know, got treatment, stayed on tour, and she was she was there, I guess. I didn't see her that day. Mm-hmm. But that's what uh, Zach is talking about. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, it's tough on Ozzy and stuff like that because you just, you know, on, on all of us because we're just thinking about her 24-7. So, you know, but, you know, we've we got a job to do and you got to get it done. You know what I mean? So uh, she wouldn't want it any other way. You know I mean? She'd be, you know, balling us out if we didn't get up there and play. You know what I mean? How did you get back with Ozzy on this thing? Because it was Joe Holmes for a long time. And, uh, you know, we all missed you. How did, how did it come together, get back? Well, I got better drugs than Joe does. And then, you uh, don't you know, do drugs. You drink, you drink tons of beer. No, but, you know, it's, so, it's just, uh, no, but seriously. Um, oh, Joe's a sick-ass guitar player. No, he just called me up at the house. I was cleaning Rottweiler crap up in the backyard, and he just goes. <laughs> he was cleaning Rottweiler crap up in the backyard. <laughs> in, in Ozzy's house? or No, his own house. Oh, his own house. Yeah. Bar, my wife, Barbara, and she's just on the phone. She goes, Ozzy's on the phone. He wants to talk to you. I'm like, get on the phone. I'm like, what do you, what's up, Ozzy? And he just goes, no, we're just doing another record together. All right, no problem. When do you want me to show up? Uh, all right, we'll just come down to the house and talk to Sharon or whatever. All right, no problem. I'll be there when you need me there. How about tomorrow? All right, no problem. I'll be there. And that's it? That's it. We're talking to Zach Wilde about an hour or so before he goes on stage with Ozzy. I saw glimpses, glimpses of you on the Osbournes. One of the biggest uh, cable show of uh, this year and stuff. How was that for you? Did you uh, like having cameras around you the entire time? No, I mean, I'll, no, I'll just show up, you know. Right, you, the cam- pause yeah. it. right right there. It was just like, was he paying attention to what I said? Hmm. I, he was playing he, that guitar really well. Guitar. I mean, <laughs> uh, he was just getting into that. It sounded to me like he was just getting into yeah. what he was doing there. Like he didn't care. Yeah. Cameras around all the time. I mean, I'm like, I'm like, boss. I'm, how the hell do you do that, man? Because I mean, it gets it gets annoying after a while, man. You know, and he's just like, well, Zach, I got two spots in the house. I got my music room type thing, you know, and I got my, the master bedroom. And I'm like, whenever I get tired of this crap, I'll just go upstairs. You know what I mean? But uh, no, whenever I see the cameras come rolling around, I'm just like, well, uh, we'll be heading off to the bar now. You know what I mean? No, I just no, it gets it gets annoying, man. You know what I mean? I don't know how he does it. I mean, the guy's, he's not a man. He's a machine. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I don't know how Ozzy does it, though, man, but it's just, you know. What's it going to take to uh, cut your beard off? This is the longest I've ever seen. Are you going out for ZZ Top or what? I just, you know what? 
Uh oh. Okay. No, Uh-oh. no, that's not that's no, not I the know, question. But but I know, do you know but what he's going to say? No, I'm not, I don't know what he's going to say, but I can tell right now he's getting aggravated. Uh, I guess. But listen to the answer. You know, because we've been on the road, haven't seen the old lady in about five months. So just make sure I eat her out before we leave, and I just keep all that <laughs> pussy juice right in my beard. So you know what I mean? So I get. Now. And was that, that was, was that. Was was that an answer that he knew you couldn't use on the radio and he was just being a well, jerk and we, just kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, this this was recorded on Minidisc. He knew we weren't live. And I guess, I don't know if he assumed that I would bleep it or whatever, but you can hear the guys laughing in the background. And was, I was he laughing? Uh, no, he really wasn't. But it, but it wasn't a question that really pissed him off. I mean, his beard is like it is now. I mean, he just looks like a mountain man. And mm-hmm. I just, I, I hadn't seen him like that. You know, and, uh, you know, I just asked him, what's it going to take to cut your beard? And then he gave that answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, th- and then I believe this is this is where it comes, because I asked him a question and you can relate to this because he was a baseball player. Mike Piazza used to be with the Dodgers sure. and the Mets catcher. He was rumored to be homosexual. And Piazza the, was. Yeah, yes. Piazza was. And it was a big deal at the time. And, but Mike is a good friend of Zach. And in fact, either. He's a godfather to Zach's kid, or Zach is. I think Zach is a godfather to to one of Mike's kids. Hmm. So they're, me, they're buddies. Makes me wonder about Mike. Well, what's he thinking? Zach Wild is the godfather of your child. And, well, but I wonder if he was with the Mets by this point. I think he might yeah. have been, maybe because because Zach is from Jersey, and that's where he would have met him. And so that this is what led to the next question, I believe. All I right. think it's coming. Think about it from home. You know what I mean? That's Zach Wilde saying that. Hey, um, but your friend Mike Piazza, man, is getting a lot of crap for being a homosexual. Did you guys hook up at all or anything? No. Do you want me to shove that mic up your ass right now? <laughs> You're not I'm, just I'm kidding. I'm going to throw you out the fucking goddamn <laughs> Oh, dude, I'm just, I'm just, oh, I'm just kidding, Zach. Nothing funny about that. I know, but no, because I. Dude, I will fucking break your fucking okay. neck right now. Jeez. Ain't nothing funny about that. You want to show? You want? You think that's funny? I'll show you fucking funny. No. It's Godfather, my fucking son. Hey everybody, oh, oh. that's it. Godfather to my fucking son. He said. Yeah. So that was it. So. Oh, there's no more. No, that's it. That was the end of the interview. That's it. I thought he he. I'll tell. I'm gonna tell you. Oh, what he okay. Did. So, right there, you could hear the guys laughing when I originally. Yeah, that's the question. He goes, hey, you want me to shove that microphone up your ass? Everybody was laughing. Then it just went south. And he said all those things, you know, how to break your fucking neck yeah. and all this shit. And as I sit here and talk about it now, I'm getting upset again. I mean, I, yeah. I just remember how it felt. And so I was sitting next to him with the mini disc player, which, you know, isn't very big, sits, fits on my, you know, my lap. And he goes, here's your goddamn interview. And he took his sledgehammer fist and just boom. <laughs> just like smashed and where you were holding it i was holding it in my lap it was on your lap so he was he tried to break the piece of equipment that i was recording the interview how hard did he hit it hard man hard enough that it knocked it off my lap and he knocked all the batteries out oh my gosh and so you know he obviously he was trying to break it but at the time you know i was just like oh my god i I got to get out of here. He's going to kill me. Yeah. Or he's going to really hurt me. What were his buddies doing? Those dudes over there, I, I think they were all in shock. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't remember, but they were, and Randy was such a sweet guy. I mean, he, he apologized to me afterwards, I remember. And so I picked everything up. You know, the batteries came out. And I'm picking it all up, and I got it like a, 
You, you, you really gave a crap about the batteries at that point? At that point, I, I was just... I got know. the machine and got out. <laughs> no, Favaz saved the batteries. Fantastic. I'm glad I did. So, I, you know, I pick it all up like yeah, a little... you got to use them for another year and a half in that machine. Wow. Now, that's, that's, that's frugal there. Batteries were expensive uh, for Even I'm not that frugal. No. So... I pick it up and I'm like a schoolboy getting my books off the floor. You know, I'm just like, oh my god, I'm you know, something. <laughs> so um, he's at that point. You know, it's not recording anymore, and he is still saying stuff to me. I get to the bottom of, of the you know, the door. You know, the bus when you go into a nice tour bus, you have to step up into yeah. it. So I get down there and it's dark and I can't find the handle. And the last thing he said to me is, "I ought to fucking kill you." Damn. And I reach for the handle. I left. I went up to the front plaza where the KC van was because I was doing a broadcast. Probably shaken. I was. I was petrified. And uh, luckily, Amanda Valentine, who is uh, a DJ at a Hubbard station now in Cincinnati. And in fact, a year ago this time, she won uh, an award, her and her partner, for a top country DJ. Garth huh. Brooks gave it to her. Yeah. I'll be darn. Wow. I, I hired her. Um, she went to Lewis and Clark Community College up in Godfrey, and she was super talented. I knew she was, and she was board hopping that night. So I took the uh, the 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 dat, the dat player, or no, the uh, mini disc player. He didn't break it. Yeah, luckily it survived. It survived. Yeah, I fed that interview down to her. She edited out the curse words, and we aired it right there. Wow! And then I, of course, aired it the next day. Yeah, yeah. And well, did you? Well, I want to go go back a little bit. Yeah. When he f- first hit his fist on the on the machine, yeah, did you think that he was going to attack you at that moment in time? Did you feel? No, I I didn't feel like he was going to attack me. I just I just thought he was just trying to break the piece of equipment, break the interview, so I wouldn't have anything to play. Yeah, you know, he was just being a a tough guy. So so you 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 played the interview back, played it back. Have you have you heard anything from him about that incident, or through through Randy maybe, or anybody else, where no. he was a, he was apologizing? Oh or? no, no, he would no. never apologize, and he's never apologized to this day. And in fact, so that happened less than a year later. I was out in California for an Ozfest press conference, and he was there. I was with Tony Boozy Cruz, and uh, they had this big press conference. And afterwards, you everybody went over to this other side, and there was a bar set up, and I was standing no more than ten feet from him. You know, and he didn't recognize me. Mm. And I was not about to say anything to him. So nothing was said. Uh, all this time, you know, his uh, his band, Black Label Society, whenever they would put out a new record, they would send it, you know, to me. I'm like, I ain't playing this. Yeah. No, and I have to threaten to kill me. Finally, I talked to somebody at his label or whatever. And I was like, I got to tell you, man, we're not going to play it, you know. And she said, why? And I was like, well, he threatened to kill me. And she goes, oh. Oh, you're the guy. Oh, like wow, that. Wow. So they knew about it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, but you know, to this day, even 15 years later, I just uh, I can't believe it happened uh, over that question. Uh, if I didn't know him, I would think, yeah, that was a horrible question to ask. But you know, it was just yeah, two bugs just, bullshitting, right, man. That's right, all it was. Right. So. Yeah, I can see how that how, how you would think that he was uh, overreacting for sure. Like you said, you knew him that well, and you're just throwing out a silly question, just a goofy-ass question, yep. and you get that kind of response out of, out of nowhere. Wow. Yeah. Well, like you say, you felt something wasn't right from the very beginning, I did. and uh, you, your intuition was right on the money on that. I was. It was scary. I mean, it was. Uh, I, I've done some interviews on buses before. I'm sure you have, too. And, um, you know, r- my friend Randy set this thing up, and we didn't even go through a manager 
And it was, you know, I just walked on and, and when he was sitting there playing the guitar, man, I just, I just knew that he was, he was distant, you know, from me. Let me ask you this though. Let me ask you this. This might be a jerk question on my part. Okay. Wouldn't be the first time. (laughs) (laughs) You're making decisions on whether his music gets played on Casey. You were putting your personal feelings into whether or not to play that music or was it not good enough to play? You're damn right I was. And it was not good enough to play. BLS is really super hard and it's it's not for Casey. So it's, uh, you know, I think regardless of, of what had happened, uh, we would have never played it because it's just super, super hard. And we don't, you know, we're a classic hard rock station, but, you know, Ozzy and Metallica is as far as we go. You know, BLS is over the top. Over I mean, the they're top. just really, yeah. yeah. So, um, but All yeah, right. did I hold it against them? I did. Yeah. Damn right I did. Yeah. So. All right. Well, hope you enjoyed today's. Hey, uh, happy times. Happy yeah, times. Hey, happy hey. Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> a little more turkey in you after all that. And the biggest turkey of, of all, of course, in this podcast was Zach Wild. Yes. It didn't have to get didn't physical that. like that. No. You know, he could have just said, hey, I don't like that question. It's dumb. Well, right. Exactly. He could have really just... handled it totally differently. Right. And, yeah. he, you know, like I said, it's not, it's not on tape, but I'll never forget him saying, I, I should, f- I want to fucking kill you. I'll just, I'll never forget it. All right, we'll talk to you next week. I'm John Hewlett. Follow me on Twitter at STLUman and Favaz at Casey Guy. Are you ready? We're going to do our, our, our oh, sign yeah. off now yeah. that we started last week? Yeah. Ready? You do it your way, I'll do it my okay. way. No abbreviations. Uh, the letters are AMF, but they stand for three, two, one. Adios, my friend. I'm the clean guy, he's the dirty guy. <laughs> Bye. The Casey Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of Casey, go to Casey95.com or the Casey mobile app.